0: Alhamdulillah. 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 Alladzih hadana lihada wa ma kunna. Lilahtari alawla an hadana Allah. Allahumma salli wa sallim ala seyyidina Muhammadin miftahiba bar rahmatillah. Adedama fi ilmi la saratan wa salamin daimayni bi davami mulkillah. Wa ala alihi wa sahbihi wa man wala. واشهد ان لا اله الا الله وحده لا شريك له اله واحد ورب شاحدا ونحن مسلمون واشهد وحبيبنا وكره تعيننا محمد عبده ورسوله ارسله الله بالهدى والدين الحق ليدر الدين كل ولو مشركون الله إِنِّي مُسِيكُمْ Yaya Alhamdulillah, on this very blessed day of Jum'ah, the day in which that we are supposed to recollect and to think very seriously about the time that we spend here on this earth. And we should be thinking very seriously about what is to come. كُلُّ Atin قَرِيبٍ Anything that is approaching in reality is near. Every matter that will come eventually should be considered to be near right now as we speak. And even though we might live 60 years, 70 years, or even longer, everything that will happen ultimately when we transition from this world into the next world is near. It is going to happen Very soon, the only thing between us and experiencing the barzakh, the intermediary realm, and everything that comes after it, from the resurrection, to the gathering, to the weighing of our deeds on the scales, to crossing the traverse, to inshallah coming to the hold of our Prophet and then one of the two final abodes is death. And this is why you and I need to reflect very deeply about how it is that we spend our time. It's a sign that our hearts are hard that we can read about so many people dying. So many people returning to their Lord Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala from whatever cause that it might be. And that we can then just go about our daily lives like usual. That we can just act like everything is normal. And as one ages And different people are exposed to death Some people are are exposed to an abundant amount of death For various reasons from the time that they're very young And then there are others that It only reaches, they only when they reach a certain age That so many of the people that they knew personally Start to die But whatever the case may be How many people have to return to Allah For us to take heed And for us to take seriously this Very brief time that we spend here on earth And for us to really do what we should be doing In this brief time that we have here on earth So that we can attain the pleasure of our Lord Subhanahu wa ta'ala for His mercy And the most important thing of all Is to be a mu'min Is to be a believer And then we want to move up in the degrees of belief after that, i.e. that we have a religious program that allows us to strengthen in certitude every single day of our life. And that we understand our deen in a way that we know what to do, whatever circumstance might come our way. And alhamdulillah, there is comprehensive guidance in the sunnah of our Prophet wasallam. That is equally accessible to the simpleton Just as it is accessible to the one who is very intelligent And because our Prophet ﷺ was gifted From our Lord subhanahu wa ta'ala An ability to articulate this deen And surely he conveyed it in the way that is supposed to be conveyed He's able to summarize this deen in ways at various levels for various types of people from the simple to the extremely intelligent and everyone can have equal access and then what really matters is the state of our heart and how seriously that it is that we take this deen and after having been granted belief being a mu'min then what we really want to strive towards is to be true believers to have sidq to be true to our belief, to be true to that pre-earthly covenant that every single one of us has taken. And yes, there are some people who don't realize that they've taken this covenant because of the distance of the Spirit from that time and of all of the successive layers that are formed over the Spirit by way of the nafs, our ego, and all of these illusions and delusions by virtue of living in this world and you combine to that the waswasa of Shaitan, the whisperings of the devil that make things even more difficult. We should remember the words of our Prophet shayatin Yahumuna qulub ibni Adam were it not to be that demons are hovering encircling The hearts of the children of Adam They who have gazed at the celestial realm And so we know that we become veiled When we're here in this world But every human being knows In reality And on that day when the veil will be lifted No one will deny Because the reality is Every human being knows At the depths of their being That they were created by Allah And if they cover it And thus deserve to be called a kafir A disbeliever who consciously objects And covers the truth Then they will pay In a very severe way on the Day of Judgment May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala protect us And preserve us But Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Speaks about a different category of believers in His book In Surah Al-Ahzab And the way that He introduces this is with the min at tab'id that you translate as from among or among and Allah ta'ala says min al mu'mineen among the believers are men and then he's going to describe the state of these believers and why they deserve to be from that few that have an increased degree with their lord subhanahu wa ta'ala because of the level of their faith, how they view things, and what it is that they're willing to sacrifice and do for His sake, subhanahu wa ta'ala. Min al-Mu'minin al Among the believers are men. Sadaqu ma'ahudullah alayhi. They have proven true to what they pledged to Allah. The covenant that they took with Allah, they've proven true. And as we will see, this relates specifically to a few of the companions of the Messenger of Allah, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Just as every single believer can have a portion of this verse be realized within themselves, even after the time of our Prophet, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. ma'ahadullah Who have proven true to what they pledged to Allah Some of them have fulfilled their pledge I.e. with their lives Others are waiting their turn They have never changed I.e. their commitment to that pledge that they took with Allah In the least They remained in that state Until they met their Lord and when we were speaking yesterday about Habib Ali Mashur bin Muhammad bin Salim bin Hafiz, This is someone that you think about when you think about this verse. Someone from the Mataakhirin, someone that lived in our time. This is not someone that lived 100 or 200 or 300 years ago, even though his traits were similar to their traits. When you read the, read the descriptions of those who came before us, you would see that right before your eyes in special people like Habib Mashur. And this is why it's so easy for them to transition into the next world. Because they were already ready. They were living this meaning. From among them are those that fulfilled their pledge with their lives. He saw his father, and he was older. He saw his father pass, i.e., he was present during his time. When he was taken and then ultimately martyred, he saw how many of the great shayukh, and he was someone that mentioned that he actually met many of the great scholars that were born in the 13th Islamic century, that were born in the late 1200s of the Hijrah. La ilaha illallah. How many people has he seen? Tens, if not hundreds, of scholars and righteous folk return to Allah. They knew the time was coming. And then people that were from his contemporaries, like Habi Abdullah bin Shihab. And recently there was a video of him speaking at his funeral. He knew this was going to happen. For Minhum Men Khadan, some of them have fulfilled their pledge with their lives. Well Minhumani and others are waiting their turn. But notice here, even though we think of waiting almost in a passive-like sense. Yeah, waiting in a sense is passive because you're waiting for something to happen. But in another way, it's also active. Because their waiting didn't mean that they weren't doing anything. No. wama بَدَّلُوا tabdida. That explains how they were. They never changed their commitment in the least. These were people that were committed to their principles in all circumstances, whether it was difficult or whether it was easy, whether people liked it or whether they didn't, whether they were praised or whether they were rebuked, they remained faithful to their principles. And nothing is more important than this. Nothing is more important than maintaining and upholding in observing this covenant that we have all taken with our lord subhanahu wa ta'ala and so there are some scholarly interpretations that say that when a few of the companions were going to fight with the prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam in battle they made another they vowed that they would remain steadfast with him and no matter what happened, they would remain by the Prophet's side until either they were given victory or they died as martyrs. Uthman bin Affan, Talha, Anas bin Al Nadr, Sa'id bin Zayd, Hamza, Mus'ab, and a number of others. They all swore, made a vow. That they would remain by the side of our Prophet wasallam until one of two things happened. al <inaudible> الْقُسْنِيَ And for the believer, it truly is all good. Either they were granted victory or they would return to Allah subhanahu wa taala, And they would be martyred and receive the greatest of rewards. And this can metaphorically apply to you and I we can remain by the side of our Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam metaphorically speaking by being true to his teachings by learning his Sharia by taking it seriously even if we don't live in a state that enforces sacred law, we should enforce the sacred law of Sayyidina Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam upon ourselves and it will only bring about good and it will only bring about justice And it will only bring about beauty Nothing is more beautiful Than the sunnah of our Prophet Sallallahu alaihi wa So there are those that Qadahnihbahu here in this meaning Translated as Give fulfilling their pledge with their lives Like who? Like Sayyidina Hamza Like Sayyidina Mus'ab Like Sayyidina Anas bin al They lost their lives And they were martyred for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And then there were those after them that waited. And that remained firm throughout their lives until the day that they met their Lord. And as painful as it is to lose our teachers and to lose people that you love more than your biological father. This is the meaning that motivates us to move on. We cannot change or alter their way, the deen, or anything that we pledged and agreed to and have that said that we're going to remain firm to in any fashion, in any shape, or form. We must absolutely stick to it. And Alhamdulillah, there are still an abundant amount of men and women on the face of this earth, that when you learn from them, you're learning the deen. Similar, it's never going to be exactly, because the companions were special to the way that the companions of the Messenger of Allah, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, learned the deen from Sayyidina Muhammad. Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, this deen is alive. And if people think otherwise, they are the ones who are dead. This Deen is alive, and it will remain alive, and anyone who taps into it and believes in it and puts it into practice will seek its fruit from the bounty of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. But you and I have to ask ourselves where do we fit into this? Where is our sikh? Where is our trueness? our truthfulness do we even know the principles that we need to even stick to and are you and I willing to experience the discomfort and somehow bitterness experience the sourness in bitterness from going against what our ego inclines towards from going against the grain in our societies and being away that the majority of people around us are not. If we can maintain our principles, the good that is going to come our way in this world before the next, and if foundations can be laid for true change, true transformation, which is transformation of the heart, there is no meaning to any progress outwardly without spiritual progress. To the degree that there is progress outwardly without spiritual progress inwardly is to the degree that it will be a fitna for creation in all of humanity. There is no meaning to progress outwardly without progress internally. True progress is spiritual progress, is transformation of the self. And this is where we must begin. And the greatest way to change people around you is to transform yourself internally. And while you work on transforming yourself internally, then you should also help other people to transform as well. And that you should give victory to people when they... You should help people that are oppressed just as you should help the oppressor. And you help the oppressed by being there for them, by showing empathy, by standing for justice just as. Those that are doing the oppression... You do it by stopping their oppression in a way that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has permitted in the Sunnah of our Prophet Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi sallam. But more fundamentally than doing anything outwardly, if we can secretly if we can tap into the secret of transformation, transformation at the level of the self, the outward transformation happens very easily. The Prophet ﷺ came in To a society That was rife with problems But because the companions themselves They were transformed Everything around them transformed And then the secret of their transformation Was the transformation of Not just those who lived in the Arabian Peninsula But all of those areas that they reached so quickly All of this gets back To you and I's daily commitment Yes that we can post And sometimes we should post Yes that there's certain times That there's other things that we should do outward And we should do those things If it's something that Allah Ta'ala has permitted I'm not not negating the outward in any case But The jihad The struggle that we put in On a daily basis Dealing with our own selves And at the level of the heart Combating the mentality and the mindset that leads people to do all different types of wrong, that is the true jihad that everything outwardly depends upon. And as long as people are neglecting it, there is no hope for things to be right outwardly. Until we can come to terms with our perspectives and make sure that they are correct perspectives, we can come to terms with our own inner speech and understand the way that shaitan deviates us and causes us to think and causes us to do wrong. Until we come to tune with that The effort that we place outwardly Is not going to bear true fruit And I'm not taking from outward efforts But I'm speaking about True transformation and true change And it relates to this great trait Of sitq, Of trueness And this is why one of them has said The Haqika, the true nature of sitq, Is what? Hifdul الْعَهَدِ It's preserving your commitments. It is being faithful to what you have set out to do. It is sticking to your principles and remaining firm upon covenants that you've taken and making sure that you do so in a way that is pleasing to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And when you and I look at our own selves, And we become aware of our own shortcomings. How much good have we prevented from coming to the societies in which we live because of how we are? In our own households, we get angry at our children for certain things. But if we really thought about it, it probably stems from us. It probably stems from something we have done. And there was a story about one of the righteous, Habi Rahman bin Abdullah bin Faqih, one of the great scholars of this ummah. And during his time, he was imprisoned, and he was tortured, and he was made to crouch in a small barrel that was usually held for dates, usually dates were held in, for an extended period of time. And when he was released from prison, They were showing empathy towards him and they were making sure that he was okay. But his response was, I brought this on my own self. What was his perspective? His perspective was, I had a servant that postponed a prayer outside of its time. And Allah sent a tribulation my way as a result. That's how he viewed it. And it was a means for him then to tap into something that needed to be tapped into so that he could spiritually ascend and draw near to his Lord subhanahu wa ta'ala. رِجَادٌ You and I need to tap into this and to be true to this covenant that we've all taken with Allah wa ta'ala in the pre-earthly realm. And that we affirm in a general way through Islam as we exist here in this world. But what we need to help each other do and we need to support each other in doing is to make sure that we know and that we maintain our faithfulness to this covenant and to help each other and assist one another and to be there for each other and to work Day in and day out. Not just two minutes a day. Not just a few days out of the year. But every single day of our lives. Day in and day out. This is not easy work. This is hard work. This is the true hard work. And to help one another. And if we do that, and we maintain our principles until the day that we meet our Lord, not only will it lead to the greatest possible result here on earth, but what we, we will receive when we transition from this world into the next world. And we prepare ourselves to receive the hospitality of the most generous of the generous, subhanahu wa ta'ala. There are no words that can truly describe what it is that we will then experience and as all of the difficulties of this world go, and that then there's no longer any anguish, no longer any sadness, when someone reaches paradise, that's it. There's no more sadness. There's no more anguish. There's no more hard feelings. Even people you might have hated in the dunya, all of that will be removed in the akhirah. All of that will be removed in the akhirah when we, insha'Allah ta'ala, enter into the paradise of our Lord. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give us tawfiq and bless us to remain firm upon our principles and to resemble these blessed people that our Lord subhanahu wa ta'ala is referring to. And may we be people of sipk and may we be true in all of our different states and uphold the truth and stand for the truth in all our different affairs. And as a result of that, may Allah ta'ala bring true everlasting true change that remains here on earth and that allows for people beyond us to also experience the truth and to live for the truth Alhamdulillah <laughs> <laughs> Alhamdulillah, Adameen, Salati, Sayyidina, It is very important, as we are now at the wake of the Blessed Month of Ramadan, to make sure that you and I put Things in place So the blessings of Ramadan remain with us And just as our teachers Encourage us on the night of Eid To make sure we recite a little bit of the Quran Just to make sure that we can Commit ourselves to a regular Reading of Allah Ta'ala's book After the month that we Especially recite the Quran But not just recitation of the Quran We have to have things in place Praying our five daily prayers On time and in congregation. Making sure that at least once a week we spend time actively learning. Making sure at least once a week we are in some type of gathering of remembrance. And making sure that we take care of all of those people that we need to care for. And to fulfill the rights of those that are around us. And if we take these small steps and we put measures in place to preserve the blessings of Ramadan, the momentum is now in our favor. And it will remain with us. And may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give us tawfiq to do this. Inla Allahumma ikatuhun Al nabi. Ya you alidinamu Sallullah alay wa sallimu seen. allahumma wa sali wa salimu ala Muhammadin wa ala seedin Muhammad. Hima sale ta seed i Brahima a radi seiden Braheen. Wa baraka seedin Muhammadin wa adi seedin Muhammad. كما باركنا سيدنا ابراهيم وداري سيدنا ابراهيم فرعى اليمين انك حامل مجيد والرضي الله تعالى سادة الخلفاء الراشدين ابي بكر وعثمان وعلي وجميع سادة الصحابه الكرام وعلى اهل بيت رسول الله المطهرين من الاذاس وعلينا المعم في رحمتك يا رحم الرحيم اللهم صل على المؤمنين والمينات المسلمين والمسلمات احياهم رمات اللهم اغفر لنا وارحمنا واكفنا واغفرنا واصلحنا وفرج عنا والمسلمين اللهم عافنا واغفر في جميع قضائك ارحم الرحيم يا اول الاولين يا اخر الاخرين يا ذا الجود المتين ويا ارحم الرحمين انجز لنا رحمة من عندك نسعى بها في الدنيا والآخرة وكم الله نصركم الله ان الله يحمر بالعدل واحسن ويتاي للقربا وينحاء الفحشاء والمنكر والبضيء يعيدكم لعلكم تذكرون اذكروا الله يذكركم واشكروا على الميز لكم واذكروا الله أكبر